previously on Full Immersion. He holds out his cybernetic arm to you and he goes, I'm Gabe, by the way. He's definitely about to set us up. Let's leave immediately. Shell, if your instincts don't tell you it's right, you leave. I'm going to roll into a shadowy corner. <laughs> Some figures emerge. Gabe is here. I think that we need to have a conversation. Get on the train. The last shot we see is you getting onto the train with, with four Trimath and Gabe. Before we begin, does anybody have anything to go from last week? Did anybody have any advancements they had to spend? I don't think so. I don't think so, no. Yeah, I think we're all... I'm ready. I've got eight, though. I'm ready for next time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're all coming up on on new XPs, right? Yeah, but Jono, you decided not to come with us this time, so... (laughs) No! (laughs) No XP for Jono. No XP for you. I've got to listen to you guys having fun and not get any experience. Maybe Shell's going to have a fun solo adventure. Who knows what Alex has planned. That'd be pretty cool. I could, like, do some sneaking around without you guys. That's probably be more successful, like in always. fact. always. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So we'll probably just, we'll just jump back in. Uh, we, pr- we pick up basically where we left off. Esteban, Harris, and Tegan are uh, on the train in, uh, in New Angeles. Uh, Shell has disappeared. Uh, they are on the train with uh, Gabe and I think three Trimath guys was the number. So they are well-dressed, dangerous-looking men who do not speak, basically, at all. They stand around and look menacing. Um, And you're sitting on this this kind of subway-style train car that is otherwise deserted. Um, It looks pretty beaten up. Um, There's graffiti on it. There's graffiti over the the vert screens that are displaying what the next stops are. It does not look like it's in particularly good repair. And Gabe is sat facing you. The Trimark people are kind of standing around the car a little bit of a distance from you. He says... um, I'm going to cut right to it. You made things a lot more difficult for me by showing up when you did, uh, when our ops collided. Fortunately, I was still successful, but I've got more heat on me now than I would like. What went down uh, at front load is going to disrupt was go- is going to disrupt my next plans. So for that reason, I think you need to do something for me to make us even. I uh, I have an op planned, but it's against NBN. It's against a different branch. Uh, it's against talent re- talent recognition star quality, but I want to stay out of their radar for now, so I'm going to need you to do this for me. What I need is Miranda Rapster's schedule for the next three weeks. This is a very heavily guarded piece of intel, but I do have a plan to get it. I just need you guys to fill in the plan for me. Uh, in three days, Brightcon is happening, an NBN convention for music stars and network influencers. Miranda Rapster is going to be there. She's going to be presenting it and hosting the concert. Now... Her manager's pad should have her schedule on it, which otherwise is not something that tends to be hosted on NBN servers. I don't know who her current manager is, and I don't know what defences this manager's pad will have on it, but I'm pretty sure that that's where we're going to get the data that we need. Now, preferably, if you can get the data without Miranda and her management knowing that you got it, there'll be a little bonus for you, and there'll be a bit more money coming your way. But if they do find out about it, the data's still useful to me. There's only so much rearranging they can do even if something like that happens, Miranda, Miranda's a pretty uh, in-demand star. Now he points to uh, to Harris and he's like, "I recommend you stay off the streets for a while. Uh, you're still you're still on the news feeds. Um, also, out of game, uh, you'll all get one less cred for this mission because Gabe considers it payback. But if you wager extra money, you will still get paid for this. Um, you should roll to get the job, and then we can do any questions, etc." I feel that may be. I should roll it because I've actually spoken to him most, but I don't have to. It is based on Edge, so you can also metagame it if you wish. I'm rubbish at Edge. 
Uh, you, you, you can do it, Tegan, if you want to. I, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna haggle with him. So I'm also not intending to really do a lot of haggling, but I can do the actual role. Yeah, go on. Yeah, this is kind of your area of expertise anyway, like NBN conventions. So yeah, makes sense. Okay. it's a nine. Okay, Cho- choose one from the list below. The employer provides useful information, intel. The employer provides useful assets, gear. The job pays well. The meeting doesn't attract attention. The employer is identifiable. Well, the employer definitely is <laughs> it's, identifiable. It's right there. <laughs> you might find, so if you, I don't think you are going to pick this regardless. I think if, maybe if you did find it, get this, you'd find out what he, like maybe who he's going to sell the data to. Yeah, he probably doesn't actually care about Miranda Rhapsody's schedule. He's probably want, wants to get it for some other job. So Maybe he's as big a fan as you are. That is impossible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I usually like it pays well. It pays well doesn't sound very thematic yeah. in this case, though, right? But, yeah. I sort of feel like avoiding any more attention could be worth. I don't think it'll attract attention even if we don't pick that. He, he might um, give out intel or something. I think intel's fine. Um, out of interest, the intel presumably goes to Tegan in this case. Uh, there's only one intel. It doesn't specify, so I think anyone can have it. Anyone that wants it. Let's take some intel. Yeah. Uh, how do you think you get more intel from him? I think we say that he, because he's been planning this job a lot more than, than a lot longer than we have and he's dropping us in cold maybe if they could uh do a little bit of legwork for us to just make sure that we're up and up to speed and just gather some information on our behalf he might have a plan that he can kind of lay out not not necessarily what he would do but he can say okay well here's what i do know and you might be able to use this yeah okay yeah we will because because it's intel we can flash back to it at some point. Do you have any other questions about the job before we end this scene? Uh, I have a question. <laughs> is Shell going to get paid? <laughs> ah, this is complicated, isn't it? I'm willing to fudge this a little bit. I'll say that Shell can get paid, although it does mean that at the end of the mission, Shell as a character will have to be revealed to Gabe, I think, and the team will probably claim that she was, you know, a contractor that they used, and could he stump up a little bit of money? And for okay. convenience, he'll he'll go with it. The alternative could be, um, I'm not allowed to bid more than one, for instance. Although stealing stuff is something that sounds cool to me. Also Miranda Rhapsody. I'd bid as much as I can. So I can, I'm happy to only bid one, because I'm not even there. Yeah, I think that actually makes sense, because cred doesn't just represent hard cash, right? It also represents kind of knowledge and bragging. So maybe Shell sees no monetary reward from this, but... The job itself is its own reward. Yeah, because if you bid one cred, you'll get two. One will go to Gabe because it gets deducted. So you end up with one cred, which is like a paltry reward that, yeah, could justify all kinds of things. So, yeah, that's fine. If you only bid Wait, one, do I, I think that's Do fine. I not make a profit? Yes, you, you do. Yeah, I'm afraid that that is the case. Did anyone have any other questions for Gabe? Have we got a deadline for how long we've got to do this? The con is in two days, so... I thought you said three days. Did I say three? Uh, so I think you were meeting in the evening, so okay, I got less confused sure. on time. Let's say you get two full days, and then the con is the next day. So uh, what is BrightCon, and how is Miranda Rhapsody involved? Is it like her thing? I mean, it sounds like it's a general thing that she will be at, but will she be like performing? Is she a central star of it? I guess I assume so. Your characters will have heard of BrightCon, or at least, I don't know, maybe Harris hasn't. Uh, BrightCon is an annual event, and it's held at Titan Arena, uh, which is uh, which is a venue that's it's smaller than the much more impressive Blue Sun Stadium. Um, and Titan Arena tends to play host to concerts or like niche sporting events. Uh, it has a large concert stage and also a big room outside that can play host to conventions. So Brightcon takes up both while it's there. It's a one day event uh, in the kind of convention hall. There's mer- merch booths and areas of the convention space hosting like, you know, talks and seminars and little, you know, little bits and pieces. And then from the afternoon onwards, there's musical performances within the concert space. Um, Miranda Rhapsody is a sensei star, not a musician, so she will not be performing, but she's going to be hosting and presenting it. Um, this year, 
marks the first year that the event isn't just open to members of the public. All attendees will either have been invited or will have won some kind of competition or something. But the whole thing is going to be kind of streamed and, you know, covered a lot. Also, the area that it's in, it's uh, in uh, Rutherford, but it's not re- it's not quite in the centre of Rutherford because the idea of the arena is it doesn't want to be too much in the centre of things. So it's kind of on the Rutherford outskirts near Esmeraldas. Esmeraldas is where Blue Sun Stadium is, so which is kind of to the north of, of New Angeles. So we need to get the schedule uh, in time for that convention, but presumably we don't have to get it at that convention. Yeah, it's it's hard to know where she is unless she's in like somewhere quite public. So but they, this was Gabe's plan. Gabe thought this was the best chance to get it. He is a consummate professional. But yes, yeah, so if you can get it before that, or I guess just after that, that's fine. But before long, the data becomes like the next three weeks is what he wants the schedule for. Okay, should we go to the state cred part of the... Uh... Of the get the job phase, or is there more stuff to go over? Yes, stake cred, I think. Yep, let's do it. Staking cred. Just a reminder that three cred fills up legwork and mission clocks, and then you can stake two or one, uh, deduct that cred from your current cred total, and you'll get it paid back. In this case, well, it gets doubled and paid back to you. In this case, minus one. I'm staking one cred. Yeah, I'm leaning in that direction. We don't have much time to plan this, and it's not, I don't know. Also, it's not a job I want to do. Yep. Because it's a job I've been <laughs> press ganged Very into. Much. So I, I, I'm, I'm also on the one, one cred team. Wow. I am strongly motivated towards doing this job. This has like the, my favourite job ever. It involves stealing and hanging out Miranda Rhapsody. No, no, it doesn't. Yes, it, hanging yes, it does. <laughs> if I do it right. My plan is in the next two days to become her best friend, right? <laughs> no, I just have to look at her phone. <laughs> a whole round of bid ones, wow. We've all been scared <laughs> off. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have been been threatened into a job. Yeah, is this the least friendly job offering? I guess HB's job offering was pretty intense as well. We nearly got shot execution (laughs) style before that. That was definitely worse. (laughs) This is the second worst. (laughs) Cool. Okay, so you've all bid one. And I think, so that probably concludes the scene, right? I think so, yeah. So the, um, at some point the train stops and um, Gabe goes, ah, this is your stop. He says, uh. We're sticking on for another couple. The doors, the doors open into actually a pretty busy, crowded station. Um, he pushes you out, and you—I mean, he—he he, he strongly implies that you should leave, and you get out onto the platform, and you can kind of feel the the security cameras and the various surveillance present in this fairly busy station, kind of um, burning into you. Back to the hideout. Well, we don't have long, so we should just start planning immediately. There's no everybody go to bed and convene in the morning this time no. and call Shell on the way. I'm happy to just be at Esteban's garage. I feel like that's where I'd go. It's <laughs> probably where I sleep. <laughs> Will you stop breaking into my garage? Is that what you're doing? You're all going to Esteban's garage? Using a quiet route, if I know one. Yeah, you can you can stay off the streets enough to get to Esteban's garage. I assume Esteban's garage is somewhere part of town no one wants to go to. So yeah, pretty it's probably much, fine. Yeah. Uh, as you're on your way, one thing does happen. Uh, Teen gets uh, an urgent marked uh, email on her on her pad. It is an email from the News Now Hour asking you to if you would uh, come in for an interview tomorrow morning uh, about what happened at the front load offices for their morning news update. Quick reminder before you make a decision: one, you have the Fame Directive, so there might be an XP in this, and two, MBN um, what owns you? Yeah, because of your cybernetics. So for those reasons, you're incentivized to say yes, but it is your choice. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely leaving. I've got you guys. I've I've got a thing I have to do tomorrow. This should only take a couple of hours, though. Okay, well, we'll we'll plan stuff tonight, and uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, we'll work around it. I'll I'll reply. Yes, where when and where. <laughs> you are given uh, a time. It's, you have to be there pretty early, like six a.m. 
uh, at the News Now, now Our Studios. 6 a.m. I don't know what time people have to come for morning news interviews. It might actually be earlier than that, but whatever. No, it's definitely not earlier than that. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it, Alex. At uh, the News Now Hour studio in uh, in Rutherford. Because there's like, yeah, you'll be on at 9am, so there's like three hours of, of prep and waiting to do. Mostly waiting, probably. Yeah. So first things first, I'm going to have a little route through my garage with my tech thing. Oh yeah, mission news. I think there's yeah. a few of these to do, isn't there? Uh, I'm going to roll mind when I find the thing. Uh-oh. Oh man, that's the second second time you failed that, isn't it? Somebody keeps messing up my garage. <laughs> <laughs> Harris has a move, right? Yeah, I have it. It all fits together. So that is roll edge. That's an eleven. So I get free hold, uh, and I can use them to ask questions from a research list. I also have a move. I've got nose for a story at the start of a mission. Roll edge. Nope. No and story as previously here. established, I don't have a start of thing move, but I will roll style. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Looking all right. <laughs> you should pick one up when you level up just to not feel left out. So there's a lot There's a lot for us to do here, right? Either we have to rig a competition or we have to fake some, ide- fake some tickets. We have to break in. Maybe we can find someone who has tickets and doesn't want them and buy them off them. Yeah, these kind of things do get sold. Technically, as in real life, tickets are linked to ID, so you'd have to buy them under the table, but... That, that is a thing that very much exists. I can't exists. believe you built touting into this game. I'm <laughs> yeah. they haven't solved touting in the future. <laughs> the idea is you're not supposed to sell them because if you buy, if you end up with a ticket, it's supposed to only be for you. So. Is it remotely... I mean, it's definitely in character. Is it remotely possible that Shell has already applied for tickets and might just happen to have one? <laughs> How would we establish if she just happened to have already won a competition? I assume you would have been putting your name in for every competition you could find. Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I like this idea. I just need to think of a good way to, to, to resolve it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Apart from just flipping a coin or something. You just roll a straight 2d6, right? And Maybe it was a last-minute Miranda Rhapsody trivia contest. <laughs> what if I... Uh, declare a contact who uh, is a competition or something and like hit the street against it or something. Well, that kind of thing would be how you would obtain tickets anyway. I'm just trying to think That's if there's true. some chance I'll just... Because I like the idea of if you get lucky getting a freebie. <laughs> it just happened, yeah. This is pretty unlikely. I'll just say roll 2d6 and if you get an 11 or a 12, you won a, con- you won a competition. <laughs> All right, that's super unlikely, but okay, I'll take it. Hopefully we don't upset Hamish Cameron by doing this to his game. <laughs> Five. None of my competitions worked. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the way I see it, the way Harris would see it as well, I think, is that we have very little reason to do what Gabe wants us to do here, and not that much incentive to do it, and also there are plenty of ways we could do something that Gabe doesn't want us to do and potentially benefit from it. I'm sort of running down the list of options myself. Options include trying to figure out why Gabe wants the schedule and then stealing it for ourselves and doing what he was planning on doing with it. Going to MBN slash VNAPD and reporting that someone, a potentially known criminal, is planning an attack on Miranda Rhapsody. I mean, we make an enemy of Gabe. Like, maybe. Is Shell Shell's still not here, right? Oh, no, she, no, she is. My apologies. Hello. She is. She's at the... Yeah. So I assume we went over with Shell what we've been asked to do. I'm sure Shell is excited about the possibility. I am. Uh, I'm happy for the opportunity to meet Miranda Rhapsody, uh, and I do agree that I prefer Miranda Rhapsody to Gabe. I think the three of us are trying. Well, at least Harris is trying to convince you that you probably won't get to meet Miranda yeah, Rhapsody. Yeah, I, th- I think. Yeah, whichever way this goes, however it happens. But here's my point: Why? Why do this? Uh, Gabe. Gabe just seems to be some guy. He's a criminal. I don't know. He could definitely make our life difficult, right? Like. 
whether whether or not he he specifically tries to um you know point to us for the the job at front load for instance he could um incriminate Esteban at least well he's got he's got a bit of reach because he found us easily enough he's made a pretty obvious show of force with those trimath guys and i don't think he's even barely tipped his hand there is a second option, which if you take the job, don't do it very well. I think that's what's going to happen, right? Like Based on all of our other missions. <laughs> <laughs> we try and get extra out of it. Like, maybe we can research uh, someone else who wants this data more and sell it to them. <laughs> so we're going to do this crime at the convention, I think, is the only realistic option, right? That sounds like the worst place to do this crime. Conventions are full of people. Well, we've got to find out where she is. Well, we've got to find out where her manager is. Presumably she'll just have a contact number. We could, like, look on the MBN's website or G- something. Gabe's assumption was that the manager would also be at the convention. Yeah, I mean, I, I assume Miranda does also have a copy of the schedule, maybe? If we go down this route, we're back to Shell friends Miranda Rhapsody again, so be careful. <laughs> Plan A. Here we go. Uh, okay, so I, I I think we need to research, right? We need to find out where she's going to be. We can do that at least. Well, she's going to be at the convention, right? That that that's where Gabe was. That's I'm I'm kind of much as he's a bit of a dick. I'm kind of inclined to trust Gabe's criminal enterprise sense here, in that if his plan was to hit her at the convention, that's probably the best place to do it. Fine. So right, I somewhat agree with Don that this convention, while it's the one place we know she's going to be, is going to be full of people, and I also think that. The way Shell operates is that she would much rather sneak into a place where there was almost no one around. Like, sneaking through a crowd is way less uh, pleasing for her than sneaking through a, like, air duct, right? So I think that kind of crime would be better. Well, maybe we centre in on Miranda Rhapsody at the convention and then you follow her home to sneak into her bedroom and steal it or something. And it's also quite possible I already know where she lives. <laughs> no, no it's, it's Miranda Rhapsody's manager, just to be entirely clear on this. We don't want Miranda Rhapsody. Oh, okay. I don't know where she lives. Okay. Yeah, I would also assume that security around actual Miranda Rhapsody is higher than around her manager. Well, if we find out where she's staying before the event, for instance, we won't be able to find out uh, her manager is staying in a room in the same hotel or whatever, and then we can try and break into a hotel room, which is way easier than breaking into a convention. Maybe we wait for them to order a pizza to the hotel room and like mug yeah, the delivery exactly. guy or whatever right we could find out for instance who her manager is i don't know that'd be a good place to start that will be on wikipedia future wikipedia uh this info is actually not public a lot of stars uh in your angeles keep the their, their surrounding people managers particularly uh as private as possible because it's, it's just another way to kind of stop info getting leaked that doesn't want to be leaked it's the kind of thing reporters can find out but you can't just look this up on the internet. You would need to find out who a manager is. Gabe said that I did give a big info dump, so I probably wasn't very clear. But Gabe did say he didn't actually know who the manager was at this point. He did say that, but I figured that's just because he didn't care. <laughs> no, you would need to do some something to find out. Can we put up our own rival convention and invite Miranda Rhapsody to it? <laughs> that is the best idea yet, I think. So, so that priority number one now is to work out who her manager is, right? Yeah. Even more, even more than convention tickets or anything like that. I mean, it's, there's probably a good chance someone inside MBN might know. So yeah, if you're speaking to people tomorrow, you could maybe try and set up an interview or something and ask if you ask who you need to speak to 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 be able to do that. Oh, that's a good point. I could, that's a yeah. I could make some inquiries while I'm there. I have a move called Word on the Street. Um, when you research by listening to or recalling street level gossip, taking additional intel even on a miss. Can I do that by talking to people at? at my MBN interview in the morning. I think that that would make perfect sense. So here's what you would have to do. I think this what this would represent is, because Tegan isn't, you know, breaking into offices or uh, trying to hack computers. She's just trying to ask around while she's there. 
So you will just, let me just double check the word on the street move. When you research by listening to or reading street logs, take additional intel even on a miss. Yeah, so what that represents is once you're at their offices, you can say that you're doing this, asking around, just trying to, you know, network with people, talk to people, and then you would just roll the research move and we would go from there. But certainly, yeah, you could do that. It would just represent you asking a lot of questions while you were there, which means that if you roll badly or roll awkwardly, yeah, you might, you, there might be suspicion directed towards you. But yeah, you, you're going to put yourself in a situation where you can do this. Excellent. Um, yeah, so I've got to be somewhere tomorrow, but I think that can actually work for our advantage, guys. I think I can maybe tap a few sources while I'm there. That'd be good. Uh, meanwhile, we might as well try and see... I'm not saying we definitely have to, but if we're going to get access to this convention, we probably need to start working on that now as well, just as if it is an option. Because so talking about exactly what Harris does is, is kind of important because you are on the news um, and there are cops looking for you. What are you doing after this meeting is over? Are you going to try and go home or to a safe house? Actually, I think I would probably, again, because I don't really know what I'm doing, ask if I can hide out at Amelia's. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fine. You can hide out there. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll quickly contact Amelia on my pad while I'm at the meeting and say, uh, have some heat on me. Is it okay if I crash at yours for a couple of days? Also need to speak to you about a job. Uh, yeah, she she sends you a reply back quickly. She says, uh, yeah, no more than a couple of days, but come over whenever. And you're pretty sure that at least tonight you can get to Amelia's place without, you know, and stay off the streets risk-free. Great, that's good. I mean... Emilia tries to avoid detection as well, so her place is almost certainly somewhere which doesn't have a lot of cameras or anything around it. Esteban presumably is staying staying here, and Shell is presumably going home. Yep. Yes, to wherever Shell lives. <laughs> Both fine, yeah, wherever Shell lives. Okay, cut to the next morning. Um, it is probably quarter to six or something, yeah. and Tegan is, I would assume, at the News Now our offices as she should be. Yes, very punctual. How how are you looking? Are you are you tired looking, or are you okay with these morning starts? Uh, I think I will be annoyingly perky. <laughs> nice, excellent. Holding like a cyber Starbucks cup and <laughs> smiling at people. It's Yuka Bean. Come on, need your in brand, in universe branding. So yeah, you're in the the News Now Hour uh, offices, the reception. News Now Hour building is uh, big and impressive. It's got a big screen on the front, which is broadcasting some NBN channel. Obviously, the news now hour is uh, only an hour, although it broadcasts several times a day. Uh, so, it, like, it's not a twenty-four hour channel, so the building's not huge. They mostly only produce a few programs, uh, but it is very nice looking. The reception's got a very high ceiling uh, and a big desk with several receptionists. Would you perhaps describe it as sleek? I would describe it as sleek, and um, a lobby that even at this point is fairly bustling with, you know, people walking around everywhere, people being called, lots of people in lanyards, that kind of thing. There's a uh, there's a clean drone whirring industriously around the reception, and yeah, you you report in fine. The the um, receptionist who's also even perkier and more annoying than you are, um, and has perfectly styled hair says, uh, "Okay, yeah, you're all good. Um, yeah, just 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 wait around. Somebody down to see you in." He looks he looks at his screen. He goes, uh, "Not sure. Thirty minutes, forty minutes, maybe longer, but you'll be seen. Don't worry about it. Just just stay here." Great. I will sit down, sip my coffee, tap away on my pad. Are you planning on res- on trying to find stuff out now, or are you going to wait till after the interview? Or we can just roll at the we can just roll at some point to say you were trying to do this the whole time. Yeah, I think like when an opportunity presents itself to talk to someone, like 
the the sort of I'm, I'm in a lift with someone or that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Okay. We'll probably roll it after the interview ends, and then we'll work out. You know, depending on the consequences of the role, if something bad happens, we'll just work out when that when that is. So, should be fine. Cool. Um, I think you're going to go into the interview just fine. So yeah, there's a decent amount of prep to be done. They they want to um, put some makeup on you and make sure you look good for the camera. You're pretty professional at you know being on camera. You are a reporter yourself. So they're pl- they're probably pleasantly surprised. I think whoever is managing you or is in charge of you has never heard of you before, and so is pleasantly surprised to learn that you're you know professional about this kind of thing. Um, they don't need to baby you too much. They t- talk to you and they give you stuff that you basically already know about presenting a good face and what you're going to be doing, that kind of thing. Um, you are told that you are going to be interviewed about the uh, incident at Frontload. Uh, you're told to stay professional. They, are, they, they do know that you are owned by MBN. They tell you to be very careful what you say about MBN particularly. This isn't a piece about them. This is a piece about the crime that happened. That's what the focus is going to be. Uh, and just and they say, um, yeah, the presenter, uh, whose name is, uh, I have it here somewhere, uh, Geraldine Frere, is very professional. Just take her lead, and you should be just fine. Um, and the interview will last, ru- will last roughly 30 minutes, probably 35 minutes. Um, they, do, they don't want to edit too much of it out because they want it to look candid. So with that, you you are you end up there on the interview. You're kind of in their little... You're in like a newsroom, so all very clean and strange looking. There's there's cameras and lots of people. Um, Geraldine is a, the trusted News Now Hour host, uh, polite and professional and made up. Uh, and yeah, so she interviews you. We're probably not going to play out this interview in great, like, talk it out because yeah. I think mostly it's going to be kind of boring. So here's the thrust of it. Um... The angle that it beca- it becomes pretty clear to you, you have an eye for these things, that they're going for is what happened at front load was terrible. Um, since the Flashpoint incident and now this, cybercrime is really getting out of hand. There's a strong narrative being pushed here about uh, the threat of cybercrime to, to people. There's stuff about, you know, these ordinary people who are working, you know, creators, people who weren't even professionals were in this space. And they're pushing for a narrative that says we need to do whatever's necessary to to crack down on cybercrime. Um, mm. And it's also pretty clear that they're definitely pushing towards a uh, citizens may need to give up privacies and liberties in order to stop this, um, but it will be worth it, right? Because their lives and livelihoods are at stake. Here's what I'm going to... So here's here's some options for you for Tegan's behaviour. Um, you can just go along with this. Just do say what you're supposed to say, be the person they want you to be, and that will be fine. Um, you will you will get out of this okay. I don't know. It, it's up to you how you feel about it. You can push back against it. That's again. That's up to you how that looks. Whether you call them out or just try and subvert or redirect the narrative. If you do that, you will get an experience point because you are vengeful towards MBN and Amacoms. <laughs> so if you can throw them under the bus instead, that will trigger your directive. But MBN will be upset with you. Or the other option is. You can go above and beyond the call of duty and play up how traumatic and terrible this was and how, how, how much of a problem cybercrime is. And the result of that will be, you can feel about that however you want to feel about it, but I will erase the mark and MBN Dynamicom's clock because you will, have, you will have pleased your employer. My instinctive reaction was to play along to a certain extent, but not to the kind, not necessarily agreeing with the shtick of civilians having to give up liberties but more going towards the kind of 
alternative res- resolutions, you know, better kind of education on cyber security for citizens so they can protect their data and uh, more funding for the for the NAPD and, and that kind of thing. No, that's fine. I think what I'm going to rule is that the result of this, because you're not vehemently disagreeing or immediately going along, is you end up in a little bit of a of a verbal dance with Geraldine where she's trying to get you to say stuff. She's like, well, wouldn't you agree that? Or, well, have you considered this? Or and like... I'll, I'll repost and be like, yeah, but on the flip side. <laughs> yeah. She is, she is a professional. She's good at making this whole thing look like it's just friends having a friendly disagreement or whatever. But it's pretty obvious what's happening here. I think I'm going to ask you to roll to act under pressure to see who comes out on top here. Because I think this actually is more of an act under pressure than a fast talk. No. That is a miss. Okay, Geraldine is better at this than you are. Yep, she's older and more experienced than me. She's able to push you to a corner where you're forced, you can't, you need to make your disagreement obvious. So are you going to back down to her and say, okay, no, you're making some good points. Are you going to say, no, actually, I don't think this line is worth crossing. I think privacy is too important. I think generally I'd say that privacy is important and should be valued, but maybe I'll go away and read some more into this. She nods and she says... That's, um, yes, that's a, that's a smart way to approach this problem. I'm sure that you, like our viewers, after some research and some consideration, will, uh, will come round to my approach. And uh, the interview winds down after that. Um, okay, I'm going to say that this counts as you not sticking your neck out too much. So no mechanical effects. The person that was in, one of the producers comes up to you, um, shakes your hand, he goes, thank you very much for your time. Uh, he goes, you were good on camera. And he said... Uh, just um, remember who you're working for in future, but don't worry too much about it. He goes, have a lovely day. So yeah, that's that. Do you want to roll to research now? Or is there anything else you wanted to do? No, I think getting through the interview and doing this bit of research is kind of my my only agenda for this visit. Uh, Eleven. Oh, this one will. Okay. When you investigate, yeah. So take intel. Uh, ask a question from the list below. And then you can ask a follow-up question. Yeah, you can, you can definitely work one. If you, what you want to find out is who's Miranda Rapsody's manager, you can definitely work it into. It's either who, who owned or employed or who or what is related to X. So, or even what is the relationship between X and Y. So. Yeah, so that's, that's what I'll be trying to find out. Okay. Um, Miranda Rapsody's current manager, uh, her name is Cara Malone. She was once considered one of the top agents slash managers in New Angeles. She's now kind of considered past the prime of her career, but for whatever reason, she is currently Miranda's manager. Okay, um, and you said I could answer, ask a follow-up question as well. You can, yes. So I'd probably ask about the preparations for the convention, um, what what they're kind of doing to prepare for that. Are they staying nearby? Are, are they kind of doing after parties? Are they doing like pre-convention fan meetups, that kind of thing? Yep, okay, so you can find this out too. Um, there is near the convention centre, there's uh, a hotel called the Hotel du Champ, which is quite small, um, good for executives and stars because it protects the privacy uh, of the people that stay in it. It has some kind of relationship with MBN. So kind of this, yeah, it's it's a pretty, it's within like a, it's within a big kind of tower, but it's like the the top few floors of it. So it's quite hard to reach. Uh, It has a a hopper pad at the top. So you can reach the convention center via hopper from the top of that, uh, from the top of that building. And she's she's there at the moment, and she's going to be there until... She's going to go there after the convention also for a day or so. Other than her appearance, 
she's not got any public stuff planned. Okay. How do you find this out? How how do you think this scene plays out? I think I kind of play it as wanting to interview her as, as a kind of oh I'm I'm like personally a big fan of Miranda Rhapsody, so I would like to incorporate it into my profession of blogging and reporting. When do you think you, you get this? Is just for flavour again. Do you think you get it before the interview, after, as you're leaving? You can hang around a little bit in the building after the interview's over. You, there's like a cafe there that you yeah, can use. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe a little bit. Um, I feel like um, if the like makeup and handlers were impressed with my professionalism, I might have been able to chat it up with them. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. And then maybe um, just sort of sit, sitting, having another coffee, um, and listening to chatter in the canteen not necessarily talking to people but overhearing their conversations with each other yeah so i think yeah you find maybe you find out miranda rapster's manager from um a surprisingly warm chatty uh like makeup guy the person who's making up for the interview and you just like hit it off with him and then you're like hey i'm interested and he's like oh yeah 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 they, they were in here not like last week yeah i know and then you overhear some grubby looking cameraman talking about where they're staying in yeah. the canteen later after that i will probably just go straight back to Astaban's, um garage and in a way isn't it all of our garage now (laughs) (laughs) in in, in a very real way no (laughs) and yeah mark down that intel if you haven't already as well you also get intel okay so that is interesting because it suggests there might be it might be something odd about this relationship given her profile but i don't know if we've got time to exploit that i guess it depends what we can find out in the short space of time we have yeah so we got a we have a target now right we have a place well, do we? It's like a fortress. <laughs> do we think it's easier to break into than a convention that's full of people? No, it's my, my gut feel. I mean, I'm not the expert at breaking into stuff here, but... They pride themselves on the privacy and security they give their high-level clientele, so... What, hypothetically, what if a member of our team could fly, hypothetically? That does make it easier to get to the top level of a tower. What if we could fly our camera up to the top of this building and have a peek inside? What if the camera had a face and a name? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we're going to need a visual cue. So, w- would that help? Uh, so I don't know, but it might let us do some recon. I didn't get to use it last time, damn it. You are free to do this if you want to do this. I think you could use Walter to case the joint. I think I would let you do that. That might be worth doing. Uh, so, what are our alternatives? We have we have a name now for um, the manager and some sparse details. Maybe we can research the manager. Yeah. So I still I still uh, that potentially only if it sounds like there's something funny going on there might not be but otherwise I'm still in favour of doing it at the convention at the moment. (laughs) 